What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Come on, let's go. This is the Wells Cast yeah, with Wells Adams, yeah. an iHeartRadio podcast. Kind of a different name, the Hills Cast. I don't know. It's also Siesta Key Cast. It's just a cast. Pumped for today's episode because of last night's episodes. The Hills, man, they are really coming at us hard with some good apps. I mean, last night, dude, going down to SD, getting turned up. Well, I guess if you're Spencer, Heidi, or Amber, everyone else kind of was just chill. Anyways, I'm so excited about today's episode because I feel like we're getting all like my favorite cast members on the show early. We had Justin Bobby last week who... He's the shaman of the hills. <laughs> He's the witch doctor of the hills. He's like the pirate from Pirates of the Caribbean of the hills. He was amazing. We had Jason on a couple episodes ago. I love him. Always one of my favorite people to interview. And then, of course, we had, I want to say, the lead. First in the call sheet with Audrina on episode one. And then today, so excited to have what I consider to be like the normal people on the show like everyone's kind of kooky but everyone's also kind of normal at this point now and they're like mid-30s but I do feel like Frankie and Jennifer are like the most even keeled normal people and I have a theory on that the reason why we don't see a whole lot of them is just because they're just like normal people <laughs> you know Frankie's got like a real normal job and then they've got kids and it's just and not to say there's anything wrong with being normal. Actually, there's something very right with being normal. But when it comes to the show, they're looking for, like, the Spencers and the Heidis getting turned up and the Brodies of the world taking baths with brand new characters. But even though a lot of their scenes, I feel like, are getting left on the cutting room floor, I know, as a fan of the show, that they are gold. I just need more of them. I want to know what's happening in their lives. Petition for Frankie and Jennifer to get their own television show. That's all I'm saying. So yeah, in the episode today, we are going to have Frankie Delgado and Jennifer Acosta Delgado on the show. And then actually later, we're going to have Brandon from Siesta Key on talking about last night's episode as well. It's all happening right here on the Hills cast, Wells cast, Siesta Key cast. Can we just, maybe just, let's just get another name for the show. I don't know. Whatever. We'll figure it out. Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian cocktail maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get Mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds. Make Mom's Mother's Day and all the 364 days that aren't Mother's Day with a Bartesian cocktail maker at $50 off. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother now to get $50 off the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. 
Artesian. Premium cocktails on demand. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Yeah, baby, back on the Wellscast slash Hillscast. Um, very excited for today's episode because last night's episode was pretty fantastic, but I got a bone to pick with MTV, okay? Because my favorite people on this show are for some reason getting cut out of the goddamn episode and I'm calling up Viacom and I'm yelling at somebody because this is starting to get ridiculous, all right? They, they're they throwing out my boy Jason and his wife Ashley every episode. I don't like that. We're only getting like shaman Justin Bobby every once in a while. And I'm sorry, but the other voice of reason and normal human beings on this show are getting cut out and I don't like it. And so now we're going to talk to those people about it and we're really going to have a therapy session. Frankie and Jennifer, what the f***, guys? Because you guys are my favorites on the show, and I feel like we're not getting enough of you guys. Do you feel the same way, or do you just not care? I mean, obviously, we, we filmed through the whole uh, show, and we think we're going to be on it, and we think there's a bunch of stuff that we brought to the table. but Yeah, for sure. Um, but we're, but certain things get cut out for obvious reasons. You know, when they, when it, when the show used to be 30 minutes, I got more airtime. Now that it's an hour, I get less airtime. So, but you know what, we're, we're in it. We're in it because we love, we love everybody on the show and it's just fun to be around them. Even when we're shooting and we don't get the airtime, it it doesn't matter. You know, we're, we're America's favorite Mexican couple. (laughs) (laughs) That's very true. Um, so when I had uh, Jason on the show, episode one, he said like one of the most like poignant and meaningful moments um, of that kind of like burial scene was your guys's uh, thing that you contributed to the box, but unfortunately it was cut out. So I wanted to hear from you guys. What was it the thing that you threw in that box? Because COVID actually affected you guys, not only like emotionally, but I would assume financially with what you do, Frankie. Yes. So that see, that that actual scene, you know, it's a little hard for me specifically because what was supposed to be buried on my side was to throw out something that represented nightclubs, right? Like bury nightclubs, bury what you do for a living, bury what you what what like had you stressed anxiety all those things with work that like nightlife brings to somebody like the way like to like not be able to wake up early hangovers all that stuff and at that point when we shot that scene i was very confused by the way i'm still very confused today not 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 saying that i wasn't confused then not now i was very confused about if i wanted to change my lifestyle completely because that's what's given me all the opportunities that I have today, right? Nightlife gave me a bunch of friends and family, friends that became family, like that have helped me throughout like this process and it, during quarantine. And I started a new career with a marketing group that I started for like social media influencers and brands and put them together and just kind of connect the dots in that world, consulting for a lot of companies. And but that's not paying the bills the way nightlife did. And I I spoke to Mario Lopez yesterday, actually, and we had the same kind of thought process of like, Hey, I have two kids. I have to send them 12 years high school and the first or eighth grade and perhaps college, right. If they want to go and it's around half a million dollars at the cheapest way possible. 
per kid. So I'm like, this company that I started, maybe it could grow into something way bigger. And when it does, yeah, I, I would step out of nightlife. But it's hard to step out of nightlife when you have to really I, pay bills and say, hey, this is what I've been doing for the last seven, 15, 17 years. And now I have to like just bury it, right? And put it and, and, and not never come back. You know, you, when you bury something, you're supposed to never get go back to it, right? And and I, I took the meaning of the burial like a lot, maybe a lot harder than everyone else. So I was like, I really have to, I was going to bury up the card, the king of clubs, like the, the, from the deck. And I was just going to throw it in there and like, I'm done. And then I just decided not to. So it became like a thing with, with, with the show that like, Hey, why didn't you bury something? And people didn't like that. So I personally didn't bury something, but when Jan goes up, she buries a clock and she can tell you the story of why she buries a clock um, and where it went down and how it went down. And, and I guess I'll let her go from here. Yeah, since you guys didn't really get to see what happened. Um, so I decided to bury a clock to represent the time that I kind of missed out on being with my husband more because he, you know, in that industry, he has to be, he, he was out a lot, especially the last few years meetings all day long so I didn't really get to see him and at nighttime four to five days a week <clears throat> and he has to be out it's a nightclub so he has to be out pretty late um so that clock is representing the time that I didn't have with him and that I got to have with him during the pandemic that I appreciated so much and I completely like balled out I didn't even expect it like I was just like oh disease I'm just throw out a clock and I couldn't even finish my sentence. I just started crying, like shaking. I was like, oh my God, what has come over me? And I couldn't like believe it. I guess no one has really like asked me like personally what, how my life has been during the pandemic. And when it, someone actually said, okay, get your turn. What do you have to throw out and why? It kind of just hit me, I guess. Um, yeah. So that was pretty hard for me. And I think for Frankie too, just to like hear it. Cause I don't think he really heard it either in that kind of way. Yeah, to hear that my wife needed me there more. And, and by the way, she exaggerates certain things when she says it, like four to five days. That wasn't true. And I wasn't out all day long, but I was out at You're nighttime. You're a busy man. You have a lot of meetings. It doesn't matter. I wasn't out all day long. I was out <laughs> at nighttime. Yeah. And that's what bothered her the most. No, Jen, you keep saying the wrong way everything. And you always say you don't mean it, but you keep saying it. I was, and you keep saying it to people that are going to listen. So if they're going to listen, they should listen to the truth. My daytimes were always at home, but I was hangover and I was always like tired. Okay. That's what it was. But my wife keeps saying that I wasn't here. I was here, but I wasn't here present. So when it came to like going and picking up the kids from school or taking them to school or waking up early to help her with something, or like sometimes it was like soccer practice and I would miss it. Things like that, that were very important to me when I first had kids I just wasn't able to be there mentally for those things because of nightlife. And I think that's why, you know, being out too late and not being there present or birthday parties that I just would miss or, or like their friends' birthdays or their cousins' birthdays, I was just not there. And it was, and it sucked. And it sucked for my family because during the pandemic, they got to see a new Frankie that's like always there, like awake early. I would even like, I would start the day by like uh, doing the bed and then get up and actually having breakfast, which I hadn't had breakfast in so many years because I just wouldn't wake up for breakfast or like, and if I did, I was like, I didn't feel like eating breakfast. And there was, I don't know why those three days from, it was like Thursday, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, I'd just be so tired from those three days that the rest of the week, it was just, it just didn't hit the same way. I'm, I'm turning 40 uh on sunday and with that said i think that those hangovers were like a lot harder on me every single week they would just feel worse so at that point when when my when jen said those things it it, it, it actually well, i was like yo you're throwing me under the bus right here like saying like like that i'm not there any day like i was like what do you mean like i'm actually home but but i now i understand what she meant but like i wasn't there physically i wasn't there like uh, I mean, mentally, mentally, I was there physically, not mentally. And I, I guess they didn't show that part of our life and they have so much there for us to be part of the show. And, and, you know, but 
I think the show's still great without without us on it or whether we're on it or not. It 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 it, it depicts us as a as a couple that's just always there for each other and and uh, through 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 everything. Well, I'm glad you get to tell the story, and I'm glad I get to hear it, you know, from your mouth and not through secondhand. Even though Jason did tell me like it was like a really meaningful moment, but it's a bummer that it wasn't. It wasn't included on the show. And listen, I get it. I, I've been the victim of falling on the cutting room floor so much. And it is frustrating, but it is what it is. It seems like almost the theme of this season is the paradigm shift between a lot of the cast being, for lack of a better term, partiers now becoming not partiers. And I guess that's just like a natural progression in life is you get a little bit older, you kind of slow it down a bit. Um, you know, Brody seems like he's kind of slowing it down. You guys, or you especially, like w- with work and stuff. You know, Brandon is not drinking. Uh, Jason is obviously working on his recovery constantly. And then you have this outlier with Heidi and Spencer who just seem to be getting trashed like left and right every episode. And here's my question to you because I realize it's good TV. Like the producer hat and me is like, yeah, this is hilarious. Is it, does it seem as bad in real life, like they're drinking, as it is being portrayed on the show? It's absolutely not as how it no. looks on the show. I think that people are like, I mean, the way that it, they, they portrayed it just seems a little bit too much. But uh, I was right next to Spencer on every drinking episode, and I was drinking with him on every episode. And we were drinking probably, I mean, four glasses of, of whatever we were drinking. It wasn't like we were like on our 20th. Um, you but we were in pounding drinks. We went to San Diego, and and, and the way that it started—I mean, we had we had a rough day that day. You know, we had we had some like—I mean, I guess it was a bad day. It was it was we drank a little bit too much, and and uh, you know, Jen's not used to going to wineries, and <laughs> it's a to be continued, so not everything has been shown. Yeah, yeah. Here, here's my question, because I I'm the bartender on Paradise, right? So. Uh, I, my job is to get people f-ed up, but there's also compliance officers on my show that like make sure that everyone's staying on the level and they get on me if things go awry. Do you guys have that or is everyone doing whatever they want to do? I don't think we have a compliance, but I think everybody's very, like I said, I think no one drinks on the show, yeah. right? So no, Justin doesn't drink, Jason doesn't drink, Brody doesn't doesn't drink ish um brody Spencer. I, I can never forget brandon doesn't drink what was what was my missing there's four of them that didn't drink at all and then me and spencer were the ones that would drink yeah and then the, on the girl side i guess i guess most of them would drink a little bit but 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 it, it ain't it ain't heavy pours you know nobody's like out there just you know, a, a bottle of champagne, but when you split it, like when you open it, it's only four glasses at the end of the day. Yeah. And when you split it between two people, it's two and two. Yeah. And when you, when I'm there, I'm like, yo, give me some too. Now it's like, you, you know what I mean? Like it, it just doesn't, it doesn't portray how it is. Yeah. They do pop the bottle, but we're all there to like get a little bit of that champagne as well. Um, I want to kind of rip through the episode with you that aired last night, but, um, before we get into that, are you guys happy with like the direction of the show? Because everyone I've talked to seems like pretty positive about what they're seeing this season, and almost like feeling like they've gotten back into the groove. Whereas last year seemed a bit clunky to them. How are you guys feeling about this season so far? I think I this think... season's much better. I think everyone got to know each other a lot better. Everyone's more comfortable with each other. There was some gaps in the show because of the pandemic. But overall, I think it's definitely a better season. What do you think? Um, I, I, the first, that was third episode yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first three episodes have, I mean, obviously, I'm watching them through a different lens. So I'm, in, I'm entertained because I don't get to see a lot of what they shoot, obviously, because I'm not there. But, but I just, I, I mean, I wish I was on it more, right? So when I when the when the episode ends and I'm there sitting it and watching one hour of it and I'm not on it, you know, it's kind of like, okay, 
So I so I get like a little bad taste, but but when you see it just from a, a fan perspective, I think that you can tell that everybody's more comfortable with each other. So the show's obviously got, gotten better and better and better. And I think there's a lot of a lot of at stake right now on the show. It's a lot at stake on the show because for for everyone individually, because it's not like when we used to be single, right? We used to be single, and we used to be able to like not not like if we fucked up or if somebody did something wrong or if somebody yelled or whatever the case was there was no uh consequences on the back like it was just a show and everybody enjoyed the show nowadays you're a parent so you're being seen like oh if they if they portray you as like you're drinking too much and like and you're a dad or a mom or whatever it's like oh you're bad parents or this or that it's like are you kidding me? Like, that's not what it is. And that's not how it is. And so nobody wants to really, exp- everybody is trying to be as, as tight as possible with what they're going to like let loose on the show because everyone has now a family to like be judged by, you know, it's, it's just, you, if you're going to be on, on TV, it's like the one thing that you have to just be able to, especially a reality TV show, you kind of have to go there to bring it. And sometimes maybe that's why we're not on it because we just can't, maybe this is just who we really are. And we can't really <laughs> cross that path of like, be, be an asshole or be a, a backstabber or be this or be that. And it's like, I'm, I'm just not going to do that. Yeah. It's just not, not, I'm just not that guy or she's not that woman. And, 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 we we're there for them. If they need us. They, 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 we need to have a nice talk. We're there. Uh, if there's so, if somebody did cross me, then it's a different story. Then let's go there. But how come nobody's crossed me? Well, I I wouldn't with you, Frankie. So I, I think that's kind of <laughs> kind of part of it. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding, man. But like, uh, it's just like why why like they don't cross me. Why would I cross them? Right? Yeah. It's just like there's no. There's no issues between us, so I guess we're we're. I guess that's why. Yeah. To answer the first question from the beginning and of why we're on the sideline. Well, maybe that's a testament to your characters that you are uh, too normal, <laughs> and <laughs> and that's a problem. Um, all right, I, I got a show. I got a show pitch for you guys. Uh, why don't we do the Acosta sisters? Which my 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 wife has six sisters, by the way. Wow. And two brothers, so they're like. I, I'm not gonna. I yeah, guess we cross say, all the lines. We like them. <laughs> yeah, they, they're, they're, there's no they, filter between us. They have like no filter between them. I think that would be an amazing show between these these sisters. They're like really fun and really all beautiful and like glamorous, and they love to be in that like um, limelight. So let's do that one. All right, I'll well, let you produce it. Yeah, we'll call it "Accosted by the Acosta Sisters," airing uh, <laughs> 10 o'clock Eastern on MTV's. Um, okay, so. Let's just go rip the episode really quick. I won't go through every scene, especially, but I just kind of want to take your guys' temperature on on what's going on. The first scene is Audrina hanging out with her friend slash stylist, which I, I need more friends that just bring over clothes to me because that just seems like a great relationship. But they start talking about Sean, um, and it just seems like we're setting up Sean for failure. And now I'm starting to feel bad for this guy. Do you guys feel that way or no? Or no? Um, yeah. Okay. It, it, it's like, uh, where, where is this really going to go? You know, like if, if uh, yeah, I'm I, with you. I have a theory. Yeah. I have a theory about Audrina. I, I've had her on, we had her on the, uh, like one of the first episodes and she seems super sweet. I've met her once. She okay, so and I hope that no one takes this like out of context or is offended by this, especially Adrena. Um, she seems to me like a real like was like a really dorky person when she was younger and then turned into this total hot smoke show thing. And but but deep down, she still is feels like a nerd, so she thinks she needs to be with the cool guy. And the cool guy, unfortunately, generally is the guy that, like, kind of f***s her over. And when you give her another nerd, she's like, nope, can't do it. Oh my God. Do you feel that way, or am I just way off base on that? That's a Frankie question. You know her. You've known her so long. But- I, yeah, I've been, I've been around her for a lot of years. And, uh, you know, we have that gap where, like, everybody went on their own. But 
before that, you know, I know her when she first moved out here and, and I, I think you're wrong, but, but, but like, you know, everybody has their opinion and, and, and stuff. I think she was always the, like, like, like the, I think she's always been like the girl that's like everybody's been interested in, in, in yeah. and people are always like hitting on her, you know? And, and so she's, I don't think there's a lack of interest of guys towards her. I think she gets to like pick from the litter, but she likes the bad boy guy. And she's so sweet. Maybe she just, gets she is like, too sweet and she is too nice. Sweet, and yeah. that is, and that is not fake at all. That she yeah. is who she is. She is, she cares. She's sweet. She like, cares about her family so much she like loves her kid she is like an excellent mom she's always worried about like being home like 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 or or filming too much because she has to be there for 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 her kids for her daughter and um so so in every aspect I don't think she was ever dorky or anything like that she's really like like she loves cool music and she's like on edge and she loves to be around her like when she's with her friends she like makes everybody everybody feel comfortable when she's around my friends that she's never met she everyone like she's never like she's always like brings you in like with her warmth and and I think that's a like that's if you met her like that's why I said when you first met her did you think she was like a sweetheart like yeah maybe I'm confusing nerdy for like she's too nice she's like too nice for bad guys or the be- She's the way too boy. nice to be dating bad guys. Yeah, that's yeah. for sure. Okay, so the next thing that we see is Caitlin and Caroline packing for San Diego. Um, I don't know Caroline. Um, just as a viewer, I'm just assuming that any any time Brody or Caitlin say this is someone from our past, then and I, you don't need to respond to this, but as a viewer. My thought is, oh, this is someone that used to be part of like you guys all hooking up together, and that's just what I assume. <laughs> and you don't even need to say anything, but but anytime that, it, and then she even says, but we're not romantically together. Then I'm like, whoa, why would you say that if if you're not, you know, like it just seems like every time that happens, that's what I'm thinking. So whatever. Caroline is not from Caitlyn's past. Caroline is from Brody's past and my past. Okay. And when we say our past is like she was part of the like the homie group that we all yeah. like when in 2004, 2005, 2006, those years when we were like 21, 24, uh, she was we, we all went out, would, would go out together. And it was like she was she's been Paris Hilton's BFF that whole time. Um, and she like their, their crew and our crew would always like meet up at the clubs and we, the after parties. And but it was never anything romantically at all. And yeah. she's always been like the a really like cool it girl model like uh then she turned into a dj and then she, you know she carried that demores pizza name behind her and then she did her own thing now on the show with like the pizza girl sauce which it's absolutely amazing and delicious and i and i i give her big ups for like going out and doing it on her own as a woman you know she's a single mom so like like it's 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 commendable for like that she's like out there like working her ass off and 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 actually created a great product i mean she knows the pizza business so she knew the the, she went and the, did the it, sauce so. yeah and yeah. she went and did it well I- but she's like a but she was like a homie homie like like one of like like it's just but they finally integrated her into the show there's a lot of people that should be on the show that weren't on the show because of covid mm-hmm. that you would meet other new characters to the viewer but like people that were like in our lives this whole time um you see some glimpses from a a friend of ours named nick montalegre who's like one of my best friends and one of my partners in my business what i uh, in nightlife and you see him here and there but like he's really in our life and he really is always there at all of the parties with us and but but because of covid you know we could only bring them when they were tested and if they were and, and they had to be regularly tested and you couldn't be like out and about and at a party last night even though you got tested yesterday and then go to film. So this, our, our cast was really small, really tight. And I think that's where you start seeing like Caroline's evolution of on the show and why she got brought in. Um, everyone's showing up in San Diego. I feel bad for Caitlin because Brody, you know, brings Amber, but also there's a little part of me that's like, of course Brody brought, some chick like it would actually be weird if he didn't bring some chick and so caitlin you were married to him you should know this you should have brought somebody 
just because you knew it was going to happen. Was it as I, awkward as it seemed, or was it like, eh, Brody? It was Brody's first time having someone around, which it, was like, it took a second, but... It was awkward, but I, did, I, I, I knew that Brody, when, like, she, she made, other than what, why they broke up and the whole thing of, like, yo, you did this and I did this and I wasn't there, whatever. After that and after their breakup, you know, she went and moved on. Mm-hmm. Right. So for it to be like a year later and for her to be bothered, I didn't know why she was bothered and she was being bothered at the show when we were filming. And I was like, well, she shouldn't be bothered. Like, like there's no more courtesy calls of like, Hey, by the way, like we're, we're divorced. We're, mm-hmm. we're moving on. Right. We're, we're doing our thing and there's no more courtesy calls. But I think that they had a relationship that's from the outside looking in. Yeah. But they had like more of a, a of a friendship, right? That you can see that they're still talking to each other, still hanging out on the show. You still see them like give each other a hug here and there, and like she go, come, goes over to his house to see the dog. So they still have that mutual respect and friendship. That if they did do that, then maybe he should have given her a heads up, like, hey, by the way, I'm gonna bring my friend Amber yeah. um, to the trip, just so you know. But Caitlin was bringing Caroline on the on the trip too, so I don't know. Um, Spencer inviting Sean it, that like, I totally understand this in terms of like, if you're making a television show, like this is an easy way to do this. Um, but also like manners and like niceties still bubble over when I'm watching this. And I'm like, that's so rude to invite someone to someone else's party and like <laughs> kind of blindside them. Were you guys, this is kind of, were you? Even though, like, Sean is part of the show now and it's fun and, you know, they are dating or whatever, was there any part of you that was like, this is kind of f***ed up? Uh, no. We all kind of <laughs> wanted Sean to yeah, okay. <laughs> Sean is a funny guy, man. Sean's a really cool guy and he's funny and he brings that, like, little, like, comedic timing to situations uh, in real life uh, where we're that, – that when we're on the show, like, he, he's actually – it's more fun to have more friends there that are actually, like, uh, it's just the more the merrier it feels yeah. like. So whenever we could get another cast member on the scene, it just felt like it was more fun. So I, did, I didn't think it was rude or anything, but, but you know, I mean, should, they should have checked up on it with Adrena, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the last thing before I let you guys go is, is kind of the, uh, the climax of the episode where, you know, Amber's getting kind of turned up by Heidi. Um, it seems like Brody's not super pumped about, Amber getting drunk, you know, Audrina goes and confronts Brody. Brody's like old temper seems to pop out, even though he's not drinking. Um, Was it as heated as it came across on TV? It became something for sure. Yeah. Because everyone, everyone ended up finding out like through somebody, like what was happening between the two of them. And what part? What part are we talking? With, about? We're talking about with, with Amber drinking because oh, because she was drinking and Brody wasn't drinking. Like Heidi was having a good time and said, "Hey, join me in the fun." And I think Brody was like, "Oh, it was an yeah. issue. It was hundred percent a big yeah. issue because he's like, hey, like in in Brody's defense, you know, he was like, yo, dude, like I'm sober here. Like I, I like I see it's not like it's like a choice I he made." to be healthier and stuff. And he wants to be there with someone who, who like is going to support what he's doing. And somebody else is over there, like giving, giving her more drinks. So he got really bothered by that. But at the same time, you know, you got to let people do what they want to do. So it's, it's kind of like a balance on that one. That That's kind of where we, I we... think he knew who he brought and yeah. he should have recognized that and not had faith in that she was going to support him. I think, you know, well, we'll see what happens, I guess, because we, we kind of leave it on a, on a cliffhanger. On a cliffhanger, yeah. Are, are we excited about the next episode, or are we nervous? I haven't watched it, so if I'm on it, yes, I'm excited. <laughs> if I'm not, then no. No, I actually, sometimes it's better to, like, just stay on the on, on the background, just watching it as a fan again, because it's really, it's, 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 it's I don't know, it's a really good show. It's I think it's, 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 it's. It's got some substance there that not a lot of other shows have. Yeah. It's not just a. It's fun to see. It's fun to see an old group of 
people who used to see 10 years ago back on a show and see how they act with each other. I don't think that ever gets old. For sure. And I think that, I think that what I like the most about, especially this season is it does seem like there is a lot more maturity, uh, with all of you guys. And I, I think that like my initial thought is, is like, I want everyone to get like, you know, up and yell and scream and fight and stuff. And then to see everyone's like maturation is, is kind of nice and extremely entertaining. And so, yeah, I don't know. I, I am really liking this season so far. My only complaint is that I just need to see more of you guys. Well, thanks. We appreciate that. And um, and we, we didn't really say this at the beginning, but yeah, we're fans of yours too, by the way. And oh. um, <laughs> so I just want to make sure that it, it got cleared that we are fans and uh, we, we want, we, we, I think that you need your own spin off of everything from this point on. <laughs> well, I can't wait for, um, you know, directing accosted by the Acosta sisters and, uh, and then, you know, making some cameos. Uh, me. Yes. <laughs> Literally they break up with their boyfriends. Then I have a new roommate every three months. Yeah. Well, I want to be respectful of your guys this time. Um, so I'll let y'all go. Where can everyone follow you and, uh, keep up with what's going on in your life? Um, where can they follow me? Mm-hmm. King Frankie Delgado right here. <laughs> King at King Frankie Delgado on Instagram and on Triller. Yeah, I'm Jennifer M. Delgado. All right. Well, everyone, keep your eyes. or M? M. Oh, Jennifer M. Delgado? Okay. <laughs> That's a running joke that we have because she always calls the company. She's like, oh, so what's your email? And then she says the M's. They always ask her N or M. Hmm. I think I can help Start with this whole pan-pan situation. Uh, yeah, pan-pan. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much uh, for taking the time. It's wonderful to talk to you. Um when I do see you on the screen, I absolutely love it. You seem like a very normal, real uh, representation of what like actual humans are, and I appreciate that. Um, and it's really nice to finally kind of meet you guys and talk with you. So uh, thank you so much Bye-bye. for taking the time. I, I really do love it and appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Hopefully we see you soon in real per- in person. Yeah, in exactly. <laughs> All right, man. All right. Bye. See you guys. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we are going to have Brandon from Siesta Key on the show. That's right. We are going to break down what happened in last night's episode as well because this is turning into like a Hills cast, Siesta Key cast. I don't know what we're going to call the show. All I know is uh, it's going to be good. Big thanks to Frankie and Jennifer for coming on the show. I love them so much. I really do. They're freaking awesome. All right, stick around, everybody. We'll be right back. Mother's Day is coming, and mom doesn't want flowers. She wants a cocktail. Here's a hint. Get mom Bartesian. It's the countertop cocktail maker that creates your choice of over 60 premium cocktails in less than 30 seconds, each at the touch of a button. Flowers die. Happy hour comes back every day. So get mom the machine that makes amazing cocktails with real fruit juices and craft bitters. Best of all, get $50 off a Bartesian premium cocktail maker with the purchase of one pack of cocktail capsules. So, instead of getting mom a reason to fill a flower vase with water, get mom the easiest, fastest way to fill her glass with the floral notes of gin. The best cocktails are premium cocktails, and the best day to get it for mom is Mother's Day, because you can get $50 off now for a limited time. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother to get the best premium cocktail maker for mom at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. 
All right, back in the Wells cast, Hills cast, Siesta Key cast. I don't know what the hell the name of the show is anymore, but uh, I'm very excited to have um, one of the principal characters on Siesta Key on the show today. It's Brandon. What's up, bro? How you doing? I'm doing fantastic, man. How's everything going on over your way? We're doing great, man. We're, I feel like we're almost out of this pandemic. Uh, I feel like uh, I'm going to a concert tonight, so I'm going to see some live music, yeah. which feels good. I know you are, you're a musician yourself, so you've got to be yeah. happy about the prospect of actually getting to go out and tour again. I'm super happy, you know, just go do shows again, get in front of people. That's like, that's what brings me alive, you know, for sure. Um, speaking of COVID, I don't think I've asked anybody from your show about this, but like what were the challenges that you guys were presented with in terms of filming whilst the pandemic was happening? Yeah. So we, um, you know, it, it, uh, it wasn't easy, but it was necessary filming during um, COVID strictly for the fact of, you know, everything that we've done before, it's usually been like parties, bigger parties, you know, we could just invite as many people as we want. Um, we had to do things a lot smaller scale, you know, I mean, everybody on the cast was getting COVID tested, you know, three to four times a week, um, following all protocols. And, uh, we actually went to an island, you know, to, uh, sort of stay remote and get away from everything and be able to film. So all in all, man, I've just been very blessed to shoot this show through the pandemic and continue to give our fans what they want and, and keep growing, you know? How did you get involved in this show? I, I always find it amazing how people got cast on Siesta Key. Um, so Siesta Key, for me, Siesta Key was a really like, out of all showbiz and everything that I've ever done, you know, Siesta Key was a really natural thing. Um, you know, I was friends with Alex Kompatrikis, who was, the, you know, the starter of the show. I was friends with him a while ago. Um, we played football together and our families knew each other. And um, really, it was his show. You know, he, he started it, his dad. Um, you know, like got a camera crew to come to town and they just started filming with some of Alex's friends. And, um, you know, Alex reached out to me, you know, during that process and was like, Hey man, you know, we're doing this, this is something you'd be interested in. And, you know, I just sort of came on and, uh, literally I knew everybody already. I knew the whole, the whole cast. I went to high school with them. You know, I grew up in Siesta Key with them. So it was really natural. You know, I wouldn't say I got casted. It's crazy. Listen, I've done enough reality shows to know that it's one thing when you bring yourself into a situation because you're the one making the decision to kind of put yourself out there and become uh, a public figure. But it's always nerve wracking to have family members ripped in because that's not something that they technically ever wanted uh, or asked for. Your storyline definitely includes your family and their um you know, I guess the skepticism towards your music career, how have you been able to wade through those waters? So and, and are you saying like in terms of, uh, you know, bringing my family into this and everything and then staying, you know, level with my music? Well, yeah, because I feel like the, the perception is, is that like your, your parents, I, I think, you know, weren't super pumped that like you were trying to be a rock star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I mean, so so look, so I mean, pretty much like, I'm, I'm gonna say it like this, my family has always been very supportive of like all my moves, um, musically um, and entertainment. They've always been supportive at first, you know, when I first started saying like, you know, I wanna go rap, I wanna go do entertainment, TV, stuff like that. They were like, oh, you know, you should definitely have, you know, plan B, a backup yeah. plan, you know, uh, everyone doesn't make it in this. But for me, I was just like, look, honestly, like, this is what I live and die for. I want this. I don't want anything else. Like, this is all I want. So I think it just came a while of them, you know, everyone understanding that, like, look, this is what he does. This is what he wants. And nothing's holding him back. So uh, they just sort of, you know, got on board and, you know, on TV, you know, they played up. They play all that stuff up for sure. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was, um, you know, it's, it's, it's stemmed from real stuff, you know, but that's just where I, what's my take on it. Speaking of real stuff, um, your relationship with Camilla seems, it seems like it's a tough situation for you. How do you feel about how it's being portrayed on the show? Uh, you know, I mean, it like in real life that like it was extremely tough, you know, like, you know, uh, you know, a breakup with Camilla, you know, stepping into fatherhood, having cameras everywhere, you know, it was like a, for me, that was like the most transformational year of my life, you know? So, um, but the relationship with me and Camilla, you know, like we were best friends, you know, we were in a relationship for three years and, um, 
you know, like I messed up so bad that she just sort of like had to like take a big step back and, um, and, and TV was right there all perfect timing to pick up all like the stuff as it was happening. And I mean, like it's, there's a lot of other things that happen, you know, behind the scenes, but as far as like on TV, you know, it's, it's the highlights. It's what was like caught first and whatnot, but there's just so much between that, you know, like, I've talked to her so many times on camera, off camera, you know, so it's like, it's, it's, it's right where it's, it's right where it's at, you know. Is the book closed on you two, or do you think there's a possibility that, um, you know, eventually wounds will be healed? Um, you know, I can, I can only speak for myself and hope that, you know, she think the same, but it's like, um, you know, I, I messed up extremely bad. I made mistakes, um, you know, but the love's still there. It's just a matter of if, you know, we could rise and above everything and see if we give it another shot. I know right now, like, she's very focused on her thing. She has her, like, Babes Haven sort of, like, luxury, like, comfortable line she's doing, and I'm focused on my music. So we're very, like, focusing on ourselves right now, you know, but as far as, you know, the love's still there, and I guess, like, you know, it's something to not put too much pressure on, but if it finds its way back, then it does. And that leads me to my next question about uh, Jordano. How do you feel about uh, her, and is that going to be a thing? Yeah, uh, so, I mean, I mean, like, Jordana, you know, she was, she was a new, she was a new friend uh, that um, sort of came into the picture with, you know, Juliet and Sam and all them. And I, I didn't know who she was, you know, I've, I've seen her before, but I, I didn't know who she was. And, you know, when we were filming, I saw a lot of her. And I think, you know, especially last night's episode, you know, I'm just, I'm naturally like a, a flirtatious guy, you know, like I flirt and I think Jordana was, you know, sort of the same way she was flirting. And, you know, I saw Camilla talk to Will last week in that episode. And I was just like, you know, like, I'm not gonna, you know, feel too bad for myself, but, you saw I was looking at Camilla, and uh, I don't know. I'm stuck. I'm stuck in the middle, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuck in the middle. I'm like a pinball. <laughs> Is that pinball, um, you know, falling to one side or the other right now for you, or uh, or do you not know where it's going to land? Uh, I I mean, right now in real time, like I know where my head's at, but I mean to the viewers watching and what they're seeing right now. I think that pinball is uh, is is just really just going just back and forth and doesn't even know what he wants and doesn't understand like where things are at right now. But um, I think I think through the season, you know, coming up on these next couple of episodes, you'll definitely see me, um, you know, just think not with my head and you're going to see me just having fun and being just young, you know, uh, and then you'll see me try to figure it back out. But, uh, yeah, there's just, a, there, there's a lot, there's a lot going on there. Okay. So if I'm reading between the lines of what you just said in terms of, uh, previewing what's coming up, uh, it sounds like you are not super pumped about what's going to happen in the upcoming episodes. Am I right or wrong about that? No, you're definitely right. No, you're definitely right. <laughs> I'm definitely nervous and I'm definitely like, damn, well, you know, holy geez. Like, what was I doing? I'm just really like, don't care at all. I was just doing whatever I wanted to do, but you know, I don't know. I heard people through that and I'm just trying to grow. So we'll see. But to the viewers and the audience, yeah, you guys have a hell of a show coming. You're going to see a whole lot of BG on the free. <laughs> um, <laughs> aside from your storyline, what storyline, uh, like interests you the most not as a, someone on the show but as uh, a viewer and someone who is entertained by siesta key um so as a you know as like a consumer as like a consumer a viewer you know because uh, I, I watch the show and i like the show so there's a lot of storylines that i um you know i relate to and they move me uh i like hustlers you know so i mean this season you're seeing a lot of like kelsey and juliet you know, like building their swimwear lines and, and you see them like get into their like hustle like, and like friendly competition or like, a little more than friendly competition. But you start to see like people trying to get some money and trying to get, you know what I mean? Trying to get a 
career and a business and hustling, you know? So I, I relate to that and I connect to that. So like Juliet and Kelsey, you know, and, and Garrett's also a hustler for sure. But on, you know, this season, you know, like, uh, Garrett was like, Garrett found a new girlfriend, you know, they're super in love. So there's a lot, man, you know, like, there's a lot going on, but I'll probably say more to everyone that's starting their new businesses and stuff like that. Love it. Well, you guys can watch Siesta Key Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern on MTV. Brandon, dude, thanks so much for taking the time and uh, and joining us on the show today. Where can people follow you if they want to uh, find out more about what's going on with you and your music and whatnot? Yeah, absolutely. So you guys can follow me at underscore Brandon Gomes on Instagram and YouTube and Spotify and Apple Music. It's just Brandon Gomes everything. And uh, enjoy it. Go stream some stuff up. Have some fun. I appreciate you, man. Good luck with these uh, next couple episodes uh, coming at us. Uh, I, I wish you well. Thank you. I appreciate you, man. <laughs> All right. See you, dude. Later. Subscribe to Wells Cast on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcasts. It's the internet. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Wednesday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.